It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8, verse 43. Verse 43. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind. Take note. She was not at the front. She came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. How amazing. Many people were standing around him, some in front of him, some shouting into his ears. But this woman came from behind and was able to touch and she received a miracle. Somebody, you are behind today. I prophesy to you, you are going to be at the front. Your file for promotion may be under. God is going to pull it from under and God is going to place it on top. I'm talking to one person here. Let that person receive that miracle. Tell somebody, brother, I am going forward. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. Come on, confess it again. I am going forward. Verse 45. And Jesus said, who touched me? And that's my sermon, my message. Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throne and press you. And you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, somebody touched me for I perceived power going out from me. Power is gone out of me. Now when the woman saw she was not heeding, she came trembling and falling down before him, she declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him. And now she was healed immediately. And then Jesus said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Go in peace. Somebody, go in peace. You cannot come into the presence of God here and go with your mind trouble. Go in peace. Peace into your marriage. Peace into your relationship. Peace into your business. Peace, peace. Go in peace. Now the resurrection passage. John chapter number 20. The resurrection passage. John chapter number 20. Verse 24. John chapter 20. Verse number 24. Now Thomas called the twin one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came after the resurrection the other disciples therefore said to him we have seen the Lord so he said to them ah if I do not see his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand to his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Then Jesus came, and the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas, 
Reach out your finger here. Look at my hands. Reach out your hand. Touch me. And put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but be believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, and because you have touched me, do you now believe? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. To touch is both clinical and psychological. To touch carries a message beyond the natural and the physical. For example, no doctor performs healing or completes his consultation or medication without a touch. What is wrong with you? Doctor, I feel feverish and I'm not able to eat. I, I feel very tired and I'm not able to sleep. The first thing the doctor would do will be to touch your eyes and then you put a light through and then you use uh, the stethoscope to touch your heartbeat and to, to feel how you are feeling. And then he will touch your tummy, some part of your tummy, to see if you say, Aish, ouch. When, when you say, ouch, then the doctor will feel and say that, ah, this could be typhoid fever, which could be eaten into your liver. That's why you are feeling the pain. So the touch gives the doctor an information as to what you may be going through. And then after that, you say, open your tongue. Ah, and then we throw, show light inside. Touch. It is clinical. It is medicine in itself. To touch. Touch releases love and affection. Touch. As part of uh, um, solutions to to release, uh, for stress release, stress release for uh, uh, executives who are hardworking and, and uh, work so hard, apart from exercises such as playing golf and swimming, uh, the, the doctors and uh, psychologists also recommend that every hardworking chief executive needs to marry and have a wife for the purpose of touching her. And according to them, touching your wife brings you such great affection and release. You have no idea what that means. That is why it is very common and easy to see people who are stable in their marriages and enjoying the affections of their spouses, they always look healthy and young. And those who are jumping and hopping from place to place without proper touch, they look very worried and very wrinkled on their faces. You have no idea. When I wake up in the morning and I look so tired and I'm confused on my bed, I have so many assignments, I don't know which one to tackle first. Then my wife will come with a touch of a class. She'll come and then start squeezing my neck and then something starts happening to me. All of a sudden, tension gets away. I have free release from stress. Touch, touch. It releases affection and love. It's, it releases stress. When, when you're a young woman and a married man always wants to handle and touch you, ask the man, why is it that you don't want to touch your wife, you want to touch me? That man is sick. 
in the same way he's touching you, he will go and touch other girls. Because God has made the thing in such a way that after touching your wife with love and affection, you should be satisfied. It should be enough for you. Said that you don't have to desire anything. That's the way God has made it. So excellent. So if the man is not satisfied and he's coming to touch you, it means he's not been touching his wife. Touch releases assurance. It releases assurance. When you, when you learn to touch your spouse, you assure him or her that I'm for you. I will not disappoint you. It, it's, it, this one is forever. When, when you learn to touch your children, your, sh- your children have that confidence and faith. So the next one, touch releases confidence, faith, and hope. It, it's been said that Fathers who want to have a very good relationships with their growing daughters so that some rascals don't come to hijack your daughter's mind and heart away so that your daughter will start following some useless boys in what we call odogimi, stupid love. You can see that the boy your daughter is bringing home is a useless boy who has no future. And yet your daughter said, Daddy, it's him that I love. It's him that, he's been my first boyfriend. I said, if you want to know the first man you met, go and look for the boy you sat by when you went to class one for the first time. Go and look for him. The reason why we lose our daughters in this manner is that when they were growing, we didn't bathe them. We did not change their napkins and their diapers. Daddy, when you don't want to lose your daughter, start changing your daughter's diaper and napkin when she's a baby. Start bathing her and let her grow. On the other hand, it has also been observed that fathers who commit incest with their daughters are those fathers who when they impregnated their mothers and the children were born did not take care of them did not touch them from babyhood did not give them assurance love and affection did not give them hope the father traveled and went somewhere ah, when he came back the woman was 21 and then when they introduced and said that's your daughter say, hey. then he starts eyeing the girl 21. There's no relationship. So the woman looks almost choppable. And, and, and she's your daughter. Somebody say, touch, 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 touch. Touch! Oh, say it again. Touch! Touch carries the spirit of responsibility. When, when you learn to hold your children when they are young and you put them on your shoulder and you go around walk with them and you learn to give them kisses and so on you have passion for them you will not want to sit and see them driven from school for school fees parents who have no feelings for their children are those who never use the power of touch when the children are coming and to meet them, that they, hey, that's okay. You dirty my dress. You dirty. Go, go, go to your mother. Go to your mother. So the child grows knowing the mother and does not know the father. Can you, can you repent and can you change? Your child goes to school and he's looking for love. So anybody who writes love letter, he responds. Now the last one, which I will be concentrating on, Dutch releases the power of God. Jesus said, who touched me? Then Peter and the disciples said, but master, so many people are touching you. He said, no, no, no. This touch.
touch is exclusive. It's, it's one that I feel it. That you power has left my body. I said, who touched me? There can be no miracle except that you lives. God. Miracles only happen when power is drawn from the power source. God. That you can only leave the master when someone touches him. That you power can only leave God when he feels a unique touch from someone who touched me. Someone has touched me. Let's identify closely this touch from this woman that made Jesus stop all that he was doing and said somebody has touched me and the disciples argued with him yet in the end Jesus proved to them that indeed somebody had touched him because he felt it let's see what this touch contains number one she touched Jesus with her pain her sickness and tears she touched Jesus with her sickness 12 years of issue of the blood 12 years of blood flow. All her money was gone. According to the word of God. She had spent all she had on physicians. Her livelihood. And everywhere she went. She could not obtain help. And then when she heard Jesus was in town. She said. If only I can but touch this man. Why? She was approaching Jesus to touch him. With her pain, with her sickness, with all her frustrations. God is looking for somebody to touch him. Come unto me, all ye that labor. And I haven't led him. That's what the Bible says. Come unto me, all ye that labor. The, the Greek word for labor is pokos. Pokos. Come unto me, all ye that pokos. And I will give you rest. Now, the word pokos suggests a pregnant woman who is at the point of delivery and has managed to push the baby and the head of the baby is out but the rest of it is inside and this woman is pushing and all her strength is gone so come unto me all ye that labor and travel and have become weary and tired such that there's no more strength god says at that moment he will come in and push for you and you will have your rest It's amazing. Touch. A, a certain lady was going to deliver. And she did not go to hospital. She went to a midwife. So this midwife was supervising the delivery. And the lady was pushing. And then the baby's head had come out. She could not push anymore. Now, we have had instances where when the baby has come out, the midwives or other nurses try to pull the baby and sometimes they have to hold the hand. And then they pull the hand so hard that the child comes out and the hand is deformed. So usually, they, they would have to, when the child's head shows out, at least the woman would have to push a little bit. And then when the shoulders are also out, then they can pull the child out very, you know, safely and easily. The head of this baby had come out and the girl couldn't push anymore. The midwife encouraged and encouraged and saw that the girl was just going and going. They called for a taxi. They said, quickly, come on, let's go to the general hospital. They did not reach general hospital and the girl died in the taxi. 
and the baby was also there. By the time, oh Jesus, so sad. Younger, she was about 20 something years. Strength was gone. Come on, aren't you tired of that poverty? Aren't you tired of that struggle in your life? Aren't you tired of that sickness? Aren't you tired of that satanic harassment? And if you are tired, how dare you think you can continue to fight this devil? You can't. Come unto me. God wants you to touch him with your pain and your trouble. He said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. It's because of you he went on, he went on the cross. It's because of you he died. Today, who touched me? Who touched my garment? Virtue has left me. Every sickness in your body must leave. Every pain in your body must go. Every frustration must leave you. I came here as the servant of the most high God to come and prophesy that you will experience resurrection today. Am I talking to Royal House Chapel? I said somebody will receive resurrection today. If you are the one, rise up and confess it. I am the one. Oh, shout it again. Let the devil hear you. Ah, let the devil hear you and say it again. I am. Come unto me. Touch me with your tears. With your problems and with your pain. Don't leave them. Come, come. Somebody has touched me. Evangelist Dr. Ora Roberts is a great American evangelist that God used to revive the healing ministry at the turn of this century. Ora Roberts had been preaching for some over 60 years of his life. He is 86, thereabout now. When he was 80 years old, he was diagnosed for prostate cancer. And when the doctor saw it, he said, Sir, there are two options. Either we give you medication to suppress it and eventually it will spread and then you die. Or the cancer is very small, little, it has not spread. A little oppression, we can take it out. But at your age, 80 years, your cells are a little bit weak. And so recovery also will be very slow. Eventually you recover though. Please go and think about it and come back in two weeks. So the great man of God went home and then began to pray. He said, God, I have served you all my years. I have raised a son who is serving you. I have built a university, Ora Roberts University. I have trained thousands of people. I have given them careers and professions. I am a giver. I pay tithes and I give offering. Lord, why would I end my life this way? Two weeks came and then he checked into the hospital. Then the doctor said to him, Sir, are you ready? Say yes, I, I'm, I think I have to go for the operation. And then he said to the doctor, Before anything, I'd like to pray. And said, Father, with tears in his eyes, I have served you all my life. Touch me before this doctor touches me. Touch me before this doctor touches me. Then the doctor came and said, are you ready? Can we check into the machine and be sure before we start? They checked into the machine and they heard the doctor talking to the other doctors and they pulled his file and they started talking and then you overheard them saying, we should do it again. So they said, sir, we, we want to check again. He said, what's happening? He said, we are getting confused. Something is happening. They checked him the second time, nothing. Third time, they said, sir, the cancer is gone. We cannot see it. You have been touched by God and healed by God. 
Come on, touch, touch somebody and say you are receiving a touch from God right now. Oh, I didn't say hit the person. I said touch. I, you know, I demonstrated touch the person very well. I didn't say hit. I said touch, touch. Release some love and release some affection and release some hope and release some power. Ah, somebody shout and say, I am touched. Come on, shout it again and say, I am touched. Yes, another. 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 Touch. Somebody, are you receiving a touch? Come on, receive it now. Yet another. Another touch is coming to you. One more time, God is touching you now. Touch of your hand. I need a touch. Yes, yes another, 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 another. Oh yes, yes. Just touch me one more time. Touch of your hand. There's somebody you need a touch. Come on. You need another. Another, another, yes, another, another, hey, 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 touch. touch. Oh, oh. Yeah. number two, she touched Jesus with purpose. The touch was purposeful, she, she was concise and precise. She said, If only I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'll receive my healing. And, and so, the 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 opposition notwithstanding had an had an aim had a vision i must touch touch today i just wanted to have a reason why you want to touch god and and i will be done i want to to resolve and say father i can't come into your presence and go out without healing without open heavens I can't go out without your grace and your glory falling upon me. I, Jesus, I, I have a reason for touching you. Number three, it was a touch of risk. She risked her life in, in attempting to touch Jesus. Here was a woman who was weak already, having had a flow of blood for 12 years. So, so she was weak. And, and the people were many. Supposing somebody heckled her and, and she fell down and they trampled upon her. Supposing she fell down and somebody stepped upon her neck. When you are about to take a step of faith, there are risks involved. But precisely that is why God will honor your faith. The four lepers, they said, why do we sit here till we die? If we go back into the city, there is farming over there. People are hungry in the city. And if we go to uh, Syria, we could be killed over there. He said, but we will take the risk and believe God and go forward. And they moved forward and entered into the city. Behold, there was food. Somebody, you must be desperate enough and say that I'm taking a risk. 12 years of issue of blood. Number four. She touched Jesus in defiance of tradition. She defied tradition of men to touch Jesus. What was the tradition? In Leviticus chapter 15, the law of Moses says, no woman 
when you are having issue of blood or you are in your menstruation would you come into town and touch people for in that state you are unclean when you touch any person the person becomes unclean to the extent that the law stretches the bed on which you sleep becomes unclean the seat you sit on becomes unclean nobody has to sleep on that bed nobody has to sit on that chair until your period is over and it has to be washed and sanctified before people start sitting with you eating with you and sleeping on the same bed with you so according to the law of moses menstruation can make a chair undefined that was why when jesus asked who touched me the woman could not come out to confess because if she did she could be stoned for breaking the law of moses coming to defy people and not only people the son of god himself so who touched me and the woman will not come out who touched me and not she will not come out and then when she discovered that jesus was persisting she came and said sir i touched you i've had this issue of blood for 12 years 12 years and but when i touched you i've been healed and then jesus confirms the breaking of the old law and the traditions of men and said you have never done anything wrong you have never seen as a matter of a daughter daughter that's another affection affection go your way you are healed go you are healed daughter i confirm this healing you touch me with your pain if if you cannot be healed this time when again will you be healed if you cannot touch me with your infirmity when will you touch me i somebody touch the lord touch the lord damn the consequences damn the traditions of men one tradition our society cannot see women rise and take their place i have seen certain families that the women take care of the house more than the men i have seen some women when their husbands died leaving four children they have single-handedly taken care of the children and raised them and all the children have become great look at tradition this man has been molesting and beating his wife so he beat his wife one day and the wife packed her belongings and went to the family house one month later the family elders said to her you see we have to go and for you to go and beg your husband beg the husband for beating me and they dragged her and then they came then the elder sat and then they asked the man our daughter came to us but we know that she belongs to you so we have brought your property and come and see this arrogant sinner arrogant sinner who doesn't respect womanhood throwing her weight about and then he goes like this well he says you go look at the way she has grown lean since she went ah, she's hungry well uh, in loss uh, if you, she says she has repented let her demonstrate her repentance and then they say kneel down kneel down and beg him kneel down and beg him kneel down and beg him what kind of tradition is it and then the woman is uh, i beg you i won't do that again oh jesus please 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 this one is even serious a man had an issue with a certain woman and they couldn't marry so he got married again and brought the daughter into this second marriage 18 years this man started committing incest with his daughter every day one day this girl became sick 
The stepmother will call her. Come and do this for me. And then she had to pretend to be doing it. She was pretending. Then the mother said, what's wrong with you? She said, I am sick. What, what's your problem? What's it? She will not talk. The stepmother forced her and then she confessed. Daddy has been sleeping with me. What? Stepmother goes to confront daddy. Hey, is that what you've been doing here? The following day when the stepmother went to the market and the other children went to school. Beatings. Beatings for going to tell the stepmother. So she ran away to her own mother's house. So she told the story. I, my father has been abusing me and sleeping with me. And then when I reported to my stepmother, my stepmother went and confronted him and he's beating me. They allowed her to stay for two weeks. After two weeks, they told her, let's go, we are going to reconcile you and your father. Hey! What kind of reconciliation is this? Then they dragged her to the father. Come and see the father. The, 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 the father goes, arrogant father, arrogant father, sinner. And then he goes like this. She has disgraced me. Eh, I'm not going to accept her. Let her go. And then all the people went on their knees. Oh, dada. And then they told the girl, come on, get out and back. What? What? Some parliamentarians, are you listening to me? Lawmakers, are you listening to me? When are you going to protect women and children in this nation? Look at the rate level of rape molestations, beating women and yet they, they are voiceless they cannot speak when they go and tell the elders our elders will lead them to go and kneel down and beg and go back to the very oh Jesus Christ of Nazareth the woman said I will break this tradition because I want my deliverance and my liberty if I can but touch the hem of his garment I am unclean and I am defiled in many ways by law. But I will, I will touch, I will break the tradition. Somebody start breaking some all negative traditions which are not helping us develop as a continent and as a country. For if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. You are no longer under the law. For we are saved not by law, but by grace. Come out of tradition. They lead you back to this man. And finally, the man moves to another level. From slab. And this time, if you also lose your temper and you reply. Then he goes for cutlass. Somebody say, Lord, touch me. Lord, touch me. Lord, touch me. Oh, come on, pray and say, Lord, touch me. We, we touch, we touch the master so we can have testimony. We touch him so we can have testimony, number five. John chapter 20, and, and Jesus kept, said to Thomas, Thomas, where are you? When you were told I came and visited, you said you didn't believe it. Now I come and touch my hands and then touch my waist that was pierced. And when Thomas touched Jesus' hands, and touched the place where he was pierced. He went on his knees and said, My Lord and my Master. And then Jesus said, Do you now believe because you have touched me? What was going to happen to Thomas now is, when he was talking about the resurrection of Jesus, he would not talk about the resurrection as he heard, but he would talk about the resurrection as he saw it, and as he touched it, and as he felt it by himself. 
I am praying that God will give you a tangible, notable testimony that will change your story. So you will say your story not as others said it, but as you received it yourself. Is somebody ready for this one? Ah, touch, touch, touch. And say, I am touching Jesus. I can't hear you say it again. I am touching the master. Ah, say it again. I am touching the Lord. Do you not believe because you have touched me? He touched his hand and salvation began. He touched his waist and he was receiving healing. He said, my Lord and my master. My God and my Lord. God said to Moses, I have seen the tears and the cry of my children who are in Egypt. I have seen their affliction by virtue of the taskmasters, their slavery, the dehumanization of their integrity and of their image. Now Moses, their tears have touched me. Rise up, go to Pharaoh. Say to him, let my people go. Somebody, something touched God before. He said, now tell them, I have come down to deliver. I have. God can only come down if somebody's tears and somebody's cry, somebody's pain, somebody's sorrow touches him. Hezekiah is even more serious. Hezekiah was going to die and God has sent a message to Isaiah and said to him, Hezekiah, put your house in order, you are going to die. And God said, Isaiah, Isaiah, please go back. I have changed my mind. The man will not die anymore. Why? Hezekiah's prayers and tears have touched me. Tell him he will no longer die. Tell him I've increased his life by 15 years. Somebody, I'm going to give you the chance to cry today and talk to God and touch him. He wants to hear your voice. Somebody says, but God knows what I am going through already. Oh yes, if he knew, he would not ask the woman who touched me. He, all he could have done was to have looked through and said, somebody touched me and said, you woman, you touched me because he is God. But he said, who touched me? I want the person to own up. And on the day of resurrection, when the women came and they wanted to touch him, he said, don't touch me for I have not yet ascended to the father. That's a powerful revelation. For Thomas and the rest, he said, come and touch me so you know I have resurrected. So you can tell the story of resurrection. But for those who want power and miracle and affection, I have to ascend to the Father. And I have good news for you. Jesus is not here right now. He has ascended to the Father. And he's sitting at the right hand side of the Father. So if you want to know when to touch him, I will tell you now is the hour to touch him. So I'm going to say, I'll touch the Lord. I didn't hear you say it again. I'll touch the Lord. Are you ready for a miracle coming to you? Here is the last one. Who touched me? Oh, master, why are you saying who touched me? Everybody is touching you. He said, no, 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 no. There is this particular touch, which is a touch of a class. There is faith in it. It has drawn virtue and power out of me. Why were the disciples discouraging Jesus? They were discouraging Jesus because they did not know what that woman was going through or what other people in that crusade were going through. As we are sitting here right now, all of us are beautifully dressed. Only God knows those who don't have food to eat after this service. Only God knows those who don't have money to even take transport back home. Only God knows those who don't even have money to give offering. God knows. But I want you to know, if other people would deny your touch and say that it is not a touch for a miracle, but it's only an ordinary touch for God, when you touch him, he will feel it and God is going to bring an answer to you. 
a young lady came to us, a student. Brilliant. Guess what? All her life, she would have to sleep with men to be able to pay her school fees. Then she became born again. And she said, I'm not going to sleep with men anymore. And so the money stopped coming. For three days, she will go for classes without food. How many teachers would know that she was hungry? How many students and friends would know that this girl was suffering? Nobody. Nobody. I suggest to you, men will laugh with you. Men will attempt to help you. But listen, their help will be cut short. Your trust must go into Jehovah God. I'm giving you the opportunity for us to climb higher in the realms of the spirit and touch the master. That's all that you need. People will help you, but for a season. But the one that can help you to eternity is the master when you touch him. Who touched me? I have felt a touch from somebody. Somebody's cries have touched me. Somebody's prayer has touched me. Somebody's pain and sickness has touched me. Somebody's financial want has touched me. Somebody who has been disgraced. Your tears have touched me. Somebody that you are going through injustice has touched me. Who is that person who touched me? Who touched me? God is looking for somebody in this gathering today to say, Master, I touch you. Something happened and now I know he touched me and made me he touched me Oh, he didn't touch me. Come on, sing it from your heart. And now that love that floods my soul, something, something happened. Happened. And now you are about to know. And now you will see a testimony. You will see it. You will see it. You will see it. Touch me There is a miracle that is happening to you, gentlemen. It is Jesus. Come on. Lift it up. You are touching the hem of his garment right now. You are receiving your healing. You are receiving a miracle right now. Hallelujah. Sing it now. In my soul, the, the hem of his God. Lift up your voice and lift up your hands now. Jesus, lift up your voice to Jesus. Lift up your voice. There is a miracle now. That is your blood is seizing now for your life now. That problem is going away right now. That trouble is leaving you now. And his blood. And his blood. I said Jesus will do it. I said Jesus will do it. It is Jesus. 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 Feel my touch. 
feel my touch. I am touching you with my pain. I am touching you with my pain. My labor. My labor. Frustrations and difficulties. Frustrations and difficulties. Known and unknown. Known and unknown. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe you. I believe you. For a termination. For a termination. And abortion. And abortion. Of the purposes of the devil. Of the purposes of the devil. Concerning my life. Concerning my life. I receive healing now. I receive healing now. Deliverance now. Deliver us now. 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 Lift your voice and say now. Now. Lift your voice and pray now. Lift your voice and receive it now. Lift your voice and claim it now. Child of God. Child of God. Let somebody be Hezekiah right now. Yes, Lord. Let somebody be a child of Israel. A now. child of Israel. Receive deliverance. Receive deliverance. Receive a touch. Receive a touch. Now. Now. I change your situation. I change your situation. By the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. A child of God. Child of God. Receive Receive your testimony. Receive your testimony. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Receive your testimony. Receive your testimony. Let that pain leave you now. Let that trouble leave you now. Somebody confess it. And ask the word of Holy words long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.